Welcome to Preschool and Beyond, a podcast where we tackle some of the most common and the most challenging issues facing preschool-age children and their families. Recording from Discovery Child Development Center is your host, Mike DeLott. Hi, and welcome to episode 24 of Preschool and Beyond, the Parent-Teacher Conference. As we approach the end of the school year, many parents and teachers will soon be meeting for parent-teacher conferences. Conferences can be great opportunities for both teachers and parents to learn more about a child, working together to answer questions such as, what are the child's strengths? What are some of his or her challenges? How can the teacher, school, and parent work together to best support the child? To make these conferences as beneficial as possible, it's important for families to go into them as prepared as they can so that they can maximize that time together. Today, to help guide families in ways to prepare for upcoming or future conferences, we have one of our former and most beloved teachers on with us today, Sarah Coyman. Sarah taught pre-K at Discovery Child Development Center and now teaches fourth grade at Green Hope Elementary School in Cary, North Carolina. She's the mother to a kindergartner and a third grader. It's so great to have you back at Discovery, Sarah. Thanks. Glad to be here. So from your perspective as a teacher, what do you see as the main purpose of that parent-teacher conference? I believe the main purpose of the parent-teacher conference is to share how their child is learning as well as what their child is learning. Um, equally important to share how their child gets along with friends and teachers. And the hope, too, is that uh, the conference will strengthen relationship with parents and families and also um, give me as a teacher a chance to share resources that families can use to support learning at home. So you're also a parent of two elementary age children. And um, so when you go to their conferences, what do you hope to get out of it as a parent? Well, as a parent walking into conferences from the other end of it, my first hope is to establish a relationship with my child's teacher. Um, from a teacher and parent perspective, I think it's so important to have a partnership. Uh, I do and will want to find out what my child is expected to learn, whether they're doing well, uh, what they may be struggling with, and how my child behaves in class. Finally, I think it's also important to establish with my child's teacher what the best way is to stay in touch during the year. Right. And if we're talking about fall conferences, it might be, depending on the teacher in the class, the first time you've really had much contact together. So you really want to have it be a positive experience because you will be working together for that whole school year. (laughs) Right. Definitely true of the fall conferences. It's a good time to establish how that will happen. So you can kind of talk about what your parent-teacher conferences look like as a preschool teacher, and then also you talk about how they might be a little bit different or the same at the elementary level? <laughs> well, uh, in fourth grade, I would actually send home a form with the child, and my hope was that each parent would complete the form, kind of asking what they believe their child's strengths and weaknesses are, um, what their child likes about school, and if they have any concerns. I've also had older students rank their feelings about certain subjects so that they have some input on how they are progressing too. And I think even in the younger grades, even in pre-K age, having pictures to show emotion, like different smiley faces are helpful and having kids um, answer how they feel about math or reading or circle times and things like that. They can. Uh, it's still helpful for the parents to see how their child feels and then for the parent to kind of use that to guide how they plan for the parent-teacher conference with me. Um, and as a teacher, having these types of forms before conferences, I can be prepared to discuss any concerns with the parents, as well as build on any strengths. Um, I always start my conferences with positives about their child, 
um, personality, work ethic, socialization. And if parents mentioned, mentioned concerns on their form about their child's progress, I would make sure to allow time for the parents to ask questions first and foremost, and then also make time for me to share any relevant research or age-based expectations that could be helpful, as well as share ideas for home, uh, whether it's certain apps or websites or other simple activities. Yeah, I really like how you make it personal with mm-hmm. each <laughs> conference, which um, you know when you have a lot of students can be difficult, mm-hmm. but... And I'm sure you could talk about fourth grade curriculum or pre-K curriculum right. for the 15 minutes, but you know you can get those often, whether it's a newsletter, whatever form of communication you have, or reading the online, the North Carolina standards. Right. But as you said, like you really want to see how the child's feeling, how we, what their strengths are, what their weaknesses are, where we go from here. And I think as a parent too, that's really what you want to get out of this conference is like, these are precious moments. You yes. know, you really want to learn about your child. And if you can do a lot of that ahead of time, that makes the conversation even more focused. Yes. So now going back to that and trying to get prepared, um, if the, what you do sounds really great for families, but if the school doesn't have, or the teacher right. doesn't have anything formal like that, that they're going to send home, um, how can you prepare as a parent? Well, I think, yes, as uh, having the form beforehand is definitely the most helpful tool because it allows parents to give me their input before we even meet, as well as um, to kind of know what will be discussed at our conference. But if um, your child's teacher does not give out a form prior to conferences, you can always ask your child um, simple questions like, what are you proud of at school? What are you working on at school? Are you having a hard time with anything? Who are you playing with? Uh, that way you can still come prepared to the conference with any items that may pose a concern, whether socially or academically. Those are great ideas. And I think probably even more important as they get older, because, um, you know, at the preschool, you might be aware of a lot more of that because you're here more, you see the teachers more, but um, you might not necessarily have all that information going into the conference. So I think sometimes there's a lot of things going into conference I want to ask. And sometimes I forget to mention it in the moment. Uh, Do you ever have parents who will write down questions before coming in? Well, like you said, in the preschool setting, I did see parents much more often was able to have a quick talk here and there, drop off or pick up. But uh, being now in fourth grade in the public school, there's a lot lot less parent interaction. And so when I did have conferences, the fall conferences, I was surprised and also equally impressed that parents did come prepared with questions, even though I had given them a form. They also came with their own questions that were not answered on the form, but that they knew they wanted to ask me. That's great. So parent-teacher conference ideally should not just be you or whoever the (laughs) teacher is um, talking the whole time. Um, We want this to be, a. I think it's usually most helpful if it's a two-way conversation. So, uh, you know, you are, as the teacher, you're really the expert on what's going on in the classroom. But parents also have unique insight because they see the child at home in a very different setting. So is there particular information that you find really helpful to get from parents? First of all, like any conversation, it will work best if both people talk and listen. Um, it's most helpful if a parent shares what their child's interests are, what their learning habits are, and any information they would care to share about their child's personality. This, I believe, provides insight that the teacher might not already have, and it could also help build or strengthen the teacher's connection with your child in the classroom. When parents come in with their questions, whether they're written down or they remember them in their head, (laughs) um, 
I think it would be really helpful if we could, on our show notes, kind of have a list of some of the best questions that you've gotten over the years or would want to ask. So what are some of what are some good questions to ask? Well, I, I know uh, many parents will go into conferences, especially in the older grades, but not always jumping right into grades or questions and even rank in the classroom in some cases. But uh, more important than those questions, I think, are um, that I have seen or that I believe should be asked are, how is my child doing socially? How mm-hmm. is my child doing emotionally? Does my child need extra help in any areas? And is my child doing their best? Yeah, those are all. And I think those are good for any age, whether this is a right. preschool conference or even a high school Definitely. conference, as I've um, had a lot of those as well as a <laughs> former high school yes, teacher. Any so, age, any age. Yeah. And um, I think also towards the end of it, kind of making that plan would be really helpful, If especially if a student's struggling, like we're, what can we do at home to support it or mm-hmm. how can we work together right. to best support the child? And really emphasizing, I think, of both parties that, you know, at times it can seem almost adversarial, especially if there's a problem, but that is really, um, you know, you both have the same interest at heart. You both want the student to succeed. Of course. Uh, so really finding ways how you can best work together. Yes. So along those lines, parent-teacher conferences sometimes can bring up difficult conversations. Um you know, if the student's really struggling with something, whether it's academic, behavioral, something emotional, uh, if you are a parent that receives some of that information, um, what advice do you have to them, like on how to take that information? I I would first say to not panic as a parent, first of all, um, and it, it's it's understandable that parents would go into this kind of conference knowing there are concerns, um, already feeling nervous, possibly even intimidated or frustrated. But parents should know that teachers definitely empathize with them. Um, And if you as the parent have already been made aware of the concerns prior to the conference, it would be important to come prepared with questions for the teacher, such as how long has the behavior or academic problem been observed? How is my child's performance different from that of others in class? Is my child willing to participate in activities and discussions? It's um, possible too that your child's teacher may have noticed something that you also noticed at home and may not, and you as a teacher may have some helpful tips or resources to share that may be available to parents. Um, as a parent, you can ask what accommodations are or will possibly be made for your child. Um, in any instance, while, while nobody wants to hear anything negative about their child, I do believe it is important to hear the concerns and be aware of the concerns, but to also see the positive um, or as a, a chance for growth. Yeah. And I think it would tend to go better. It shouldn't come as a complete surprise. Um, right. You know, all the information, <laughs> some of the information may be new that, you know, you're kind of putting it all together at the conference, but ideally you would have had some conversation about some struggles yes. um, before the parent teacher conference. Yes. Right. And so, now, let's say you received this as a parent, um, some concerns that came up or, or even um, positive things that came about in the conference. How do you recommend parents talk about conferences? And if you could kind of do it at the preschool level a little bit, and then maybe kind of how an older kid might, um, you might communicate that information to them. Well, I, I actually think it could go either way with both ages or all ages, even that following the conference if you as the parent come home 
sort of with a list of suggestions or ideas or activities that the teacher may have provided you, resources and all the apps and websites or activities, things like that, that I mentioned before, um, and go over them with your child and make sure that your child sees your relationship with his or her teacher as a strong partnership or a team and not a division, um, and that everything discussed at the conference was just to help support the learning both at school and at home. Um, it also couldn't hurt, again, at any age to ask if your child has any suggestions to add to the list. Yeah, and um, I think it's also really important, well, one, uh, make sure if these conferences are available that you do attend. Right. Um, uh, I think it is great to include your child in the process, let them know here's what we're doing, as you mentioned. Um, and your attitude, the how you're communicating, I think, has enough, does have a big effect on them. So one year you might not get your favorite ideal teacher. You might not have Miss Coyman. You might have <laughs> someone with a very different style. And, and that's okay that to feel that way. And, you know, if you have a spouse to discuss or, mm-hmm. um, you know, someone in the family that you want to share that with, but that shouldn't be your child. You know, mm-hmm. it's not helpful to tell them, you right. know, she's such a horrible <laughs> teacher. You're going to have a terrible year. No, I don't no. blame you because that is not going to help the kids. So, um, you know, regardless of who the teacher is, I think maintaining that positive attitude really yes, helps that, make that, the difference. That they are a team, that there is a partnership between the teacher and the home life, regardless of feelings of personalities. Um, and I also wanted to add too that older in the older grades, fourth and fifth grade, um, that student led conferences are more, um, are happening more often where it's not just the parent coming in and talking to the teacher and, um, bringing the information home to the child. It's the child and the parents going to the conference and the, ch- the child leading the conference and showing the parents the work and talking about their progress. So it's, really cool. Yeah, I think that's a really great model and a really mm-hmm. just valuable experience for kids to go through. Yes. All right. So that will bring us to our final segment, the show and tell portion of our show. And um, during our show and tell, our guests can either give a tip, piece of advice, recommendation. So um, Sarah, do you have a show and tell for us? I actually just um, watching my fourth graders um, enjoy their writing periods or not enjoy their writing periods made me think back to when I taught pre-K and how to get kids to enjoy writing from the very start so that when they are in fourth grade, they are still loving it and not thinking of it as a chore. And so I, I came today thinking um, of sharing one of my favorite writing activities that can be done at home, but just helps um, a child see that it's not just about forming letters or writing words or even writing their name. It's just a way of expressing themselves. And it can be seen in art as well as with letters or words. But I, one of my favorite activities is to just go for a walk with your child, taking, taking pictures of things you see in the neighborhood or, or even have your child stop and sketch some of the things they see too, trees, flowers, neighbor's dog. Uh, once the pictures are developed, sit down and create a book with your child. This is, I think, the best way to turn that authentic experience into authentic writing and for your child to connect their pictures or photographs with the words that they or you write down it just it helps create a keepsake book it builds a connection with your child and helps from the beginning instill a love of writing so that they grow up wanting to tell more stories and write more stories and that's what i know i love that we've um 
in several episodes talked about connecting kids with nature. Mm -hmm. And then, um, you know, this does both purposes. You're getting kids outside, you're spending quality time with them. And then, uh, you know, you're getting that early stages of writing and doing it in a fun way that I think that they'll really enjoy. So I think so too. Well, thank you so much, Sarah. It was so fun to have you here today and be um, back at Discovery. So thanks for taking time with us today. Thank you. So good to be back. Thanks for having me. You can find a link to what we talked about on our show page, discoverychilddevelopmentcenter.com slash podcast. Our Facebook page, facebook.com slash preschool and beyond. And we thank you for listening and we'll see you again in two weeks.